Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you with Jesus. Clinging to the promises that are found only in Christ. The way, the truth, and the life. So may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. As I attempt to provide words of comfort, I cannot help but to think of those words of Jesus where he says in John 14, verses 1 to 6, for which you just heard, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe in me also. Following this, Jesus proceeds to paint a picture of this heavenly vision and glorious union that awaits his followers. Certainly, we find such comfort and strength in such a vision, don't we? And then he provides an even greater answer to those who are deeply troubled and saddened by the pains of this world. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. But these words, however nice they sound, they come to us at a critical time where our hearts are filled with anxiety and sorrow and pain. Trouble describes this occasion well, doesn't it? Jesus prepares to depart from his disciples But this word also describes our situation as we mourn the loss of our beloved Mona. These uncomfortable feelings that flood upon our hearts are centered around this two-lettered word, go. This same word must have troubled those disciples as they prepared for Jesus' departure. And this same word distracts us oftentimes from Jesus' way. It doesn't seem to be a frightful word at first, but the longer it is considered, the more terrifying it becomes. Go. Going. Leaving. Goodbye. Goodbye is what we say with words, but our hearts feel more of a go-by than a good-by. You see, going and by are hardly good when it comes to the heart. So what must we do with this pain of saying bye for the final time in this life here on earth? What is the remedy? What is the antidote, the medicine that will soften our torment? Is the remedy avoidance? Are we to close ourselves off from others and avoid ever loving? Are we to never allow ourselves to be vulnerable and susceptible of experiencing pain? Love anything and your heart will certainly be wrung and possibly be broken. You may be sure of this. C.S. Lewis describes this well. He says, if you want to make sure of keeping your heart intact, you must give your heart to no one, not even an animal. Wrap it carefully round with hobbies and little luxuries. Avoid all entanglements. Lock it up safe in the casket or coffin of selfishness. But in that casket, 
safe, dark, motionless, airless, it will change. It will not be broken. It will become unbreakable, impenetrable, irredeemable. Lewis says the alternative to tragedy or pain or even the risk of it is damnation. The only place outside heaven where you can be perfectly safe from all the dangers and trepidations of love is hell. No, the answer is not avoidance. The answer is not isolation and a refusal to love. The answer is not apathy or disenchantment. Rather, the only thing that may remedy our grief is a loving enchantment. A loving enchantment that has no end. That is the remedy. We must remember this vision. We must remember this way for which Jesus provides and for which we just heard in the Holy Scriptures. This is what Jesus means when he says, believe in God, believe in me also. Jesus is not trying to fix the disciples' troubled hearts with an impersonable or impersonal command. No, he qualifies his command by saying, believe in God, believe in me also. His remedy for fixing troubled hearts is through an enchanted and loving relationship that has no end. He gives an eternal and glorious vision and he gives himself for you. He is the way. Throughout the past few days, I have learned of the influence and love of Mona. And that's why we are all here today. Look at how many people are here packed into this, this sanctuary. See, I believe that Mona shared a similar presumption with many of you as Jesus shared with his disciples. She was committed to ensuring that your hearts not be troubled when she would leave, just as Jesus was committed to ensuring that his disciples not be troubled. Again, Jesus says, let not your hearts be troubled because he, know, because he knows that a leader's followers will always be troubled when their beloved leader departs them. A few verses later, Jesus says to the disciples, and you know the way to where I am going. A leader may always presume that his followers know where he is going. Gordon, you spoke of the 70 year long marriage with Mona and the sacred friendship that you had with her since junior high. Abba, you spoke of her many talents and strong convictions because she was a person who truly cared and wasted no time in doing so. Matt, you spoke of the stability and the comfort that she brought to your life and how her actions have forever changed your life. Others have spoken of the energy, the amazing smile, and her uncanny ability to persuade people to join her political party. Mona was a woman who loved people and deeply cared about making this world a better place. She was a woman who greatly impacted all she encountered. She was a woman of great influence. 
Now, I'm not attempting to paint Mona as a perfect person, but as one who was evidently loved by God, so much that we have been able to see God through her. So may we remember those qualities in Mona that emulated such great love and principle. May we receive her baton and take comfort in it as we remember our beloved Mona. Do not be preoccupied by her going, that we never celebrate that blessed way in which we are to live and honor our Lord and enjoy all those like Mona for whom Christ makes saints. Yes, let us remember his promised way. Let us remember the relationship that has no end, both with our Lord and with all his saints. But too often we are preoccupied with the going and the leaving and the departing that we forget the promise of his way, the relationship that has no end, the one who comes to our help. Too often we respond like the disciple Thomas and say, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? We panic, you see. And like a child who is lost in a mall from his parents, we feel as if the walls are closing in around us. We lose sight of the way. We forget of this loving relationship that has no end, and all that we can see is the pain and the loss and the tragedy. Now, you might be like Thomas today, responding with a question instead of an affirmative. But the difference is clear, isn't it? A life filled with questions is a life that is unsatisfied and unfulfilled and lacking in purpose. But a life of submission is a life that is on mission. And so may we respond to the Almighty with an affirmative. May we respond by saying, I believe. Despite the loss of our beloved Mona, may we say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yes, let us believe. Let us have hope. Now, I know it's important to ask questions, and I certainly encourage each of us to do so. But may we remember that if we are ever to know life and overcome death, then sooner or later, we must know where we are going. We must follow our Lord. We must be like our beloved Mona. You see, a pin on a map is not good enough to provide true solace and security. We must see with the eyes of our hearts. We must see and feel the enchanted and loving relationship that has no end. You see, to get there, we must look beyond Mona. We must see the loving creator through the image of the invisible God, Jesus Christ. Beloved, his way will not, all, not, will not allow you to remain troubled. His way will not allow you to remain saddened and filled with despair. No, he will send you forward into glory. Your life will not be defined by the buys and the losses. 
but by the goods and the gains to be received. Your life will not be preoccupied with the past, but inspired by the glorious future. Your life will not be a life that is alone, but one that is with the company of help and comfort and encouragement. Yes, it will be a life of relationship that has no end. Relationship with God, the heavenly hosts, and all the saints. And so in faith, I believe in our God and our Lord. And we say goodbye, Mona. Our hearts remain troubled for we will miss her presence in this life. But we believe. Yes, we believe that God be with her and that God be with us. God be with ye. After all, this is the old English meaning of the word goodbye. God be with ye. For our Lord is before all things and he holds all things together. For he will forever hold us together with him and all his saints. So as the U.S. Navy frequently says, we say to our beloved Mona, you stand relieved. We now have the watch. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.